1: Welcome back to Fans in the Pro,
2: Mike and Deuce McAllister. And joining us now is the Cincinnati Bengals play-by-play. Dave Hoard joins us now. Dan, Dan, I'm sorry, I said Dave. And I was on your show earlier this week. That just shows you where my head is. Dan Horde, <laughs> play-by-play for the Bengals. Uh, you're on with Deuce McAllister and Mike Austin. Welcome. How are you, my friend?
3: Mike and Deuce, I'm good. I work with Dave Lapham, so it's an understandable mistake. You were on with Dan and Dave on uh, Wednesday night, so I'll cut you some slack.
2: (laughs) So, like anything, you know, we we live in a world of uh, next game. So I didn't think about anything about the Bengals until this week, and I'm looking. All right, two and three, but then I go back and I watch the five games, and I'm going, oh, oh my gosh, those first two games. I mean, four four picks. For Burrow in the Pittsburgh game, but yet, if not for just the slowest extra point snap I've ever seen in football, <laughs> you win that game. So, your three losses, right. you're two and three, but your three losses have been walk offs, literally walk offs. This team could, you know, kind of be five and oh. Where are you on where this Bengal team is?
3: Yeah, they're close. They're really close to being good. Uh, The three losses, as you mentioned, all on field goals at the gun, two of them, 50-plus. I guess that's become the norm for kickers in the NFL, though. 50 is the new 40. So they're close to being the team that went to the Super Bowl last year. In the first two games this season, the offensive line, their new offensive line, struggled. They've got four new starters on the O-line. They gave up 13 sacks in the first two games. last three weeks, it's been a total of five, so they pretty much have that fixed. Uh, In week one, their long snapper got hurt in the middle of the game. They had to have their third-string tight end snap for the rest of the game. They missed an extra point at the end of regulation. They missed a chip shot field goal in OT because the snaps weren't good. So it's been that kind of year through the first five weeks. Uh, But as I said, I do think this team is close uh, to getting back to the form that they displayed in the postseason last year.
4: Yeah, I definitely agree with you about a lot of that assessment as far as this team, and, you know, I think in one of the areas, where do you think that they can improve as far as, you know, just overall? Is it offense? Is it defense coming up with more more turnovers? What do you think this team can improve overall?
3: The biggest thing is the offense. Uh, We know what these guys are capable of. They have Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, Hayden Hurst. I'm not sure there's an offense in the NFL that has more skill position talent and a tremendous quarterback, they just have not performed up to the level of expectation so far this year. I mentioned the offensive line. That was a big problem in the first two weeks. Joe Burrow's appendix burst just before the start of training camp. He lost 15 pounds. He played poorly in week one as he came back from that injury, but now he looks like the Joe of old. The running game has been bad, but they finally got that untracked in the second half against Baltimore last week, and Joe Mixon averaged nearly six yards a carry. So I think they're getting close. I know I've said that numerous times so far, uh, but I believe it to be true. And once this offense starts scoring closer to 30 points instead of 20 points, I think the Bengals will take off. Yeah,
4: Yeah. I definitely agree with you when you look at it overall. I mean, with just so much change, particularly up front, you just figured it would take some time. And, uh, you know, they've had some some tough losses. Obviously, you talk about all three games have been – at the end, kind of walk-off style. Um, you, you, do you think overall that, you know, from a growth standpoint, just with having some injured guys that, that that Joe can still carry it and Jamar, obviously, you really get him going like we kind of saw at the end of the year?
3: It's bound to happen. Jamar Chase is too great not to have the kind of games that we got used to seeing on a regular basis last year. He's only had one of those games so far this year. It was week one against the Steelers. They were hurt last week by the fact that T. Higgins was out. You know, T. Higgins is probably the best number two wide receiver. If you consider Jamar Chase number one, T. is probably the best number two wide receiver in the NFL. And I don't know if he is going to play on Sunday. If I had to guess, I don't think he will. He hasn't practiced this week. He's got a bad ankle. Zach Taylor left it up in the air when he talked to reporters earlier today. He's listed as questionable on the injury report. I don't think he's going to go. I guess we'll find out in the pregame warm-ups on Sunday, but it does look like they'll have their left tackle, Jonah Williams, who dislocated his kneecap last week, but he was able to practice today, and it sounds like he's going to be good to go on Sunday.
2: What about the former Saints there? So, uh, for Saints fans, you got Eli Apple and Really, Trey Hendrickson and Von Bell and how they've performed. I mean, uh, Von Bell's had three picks just in his last two weeks. Henderson had that huge Jets game, but uh, kind of beyond that. But just talk about Apple, Hendrickson, and Von Bell.
3: They've been tremendous in Cincinnati. And I know Trey Hendrickson started to show what he could do in his final year with the Saints when he had 13 and a half sacks. He carried that over to last year. And the sack total isn't high so far this year. But you know how that goes. Uh, sometimes pass rushers are getting regular pressure and just aren't polishing off and getting the sack for whatever reason. Some of that has to do with the quarterbacks they've faced. It's hard to sack Lamar Jackson, uh, who they played last Sunday night, but Trey Hendrickson was getting in his face a lot. So he's been great. Von Bell has never played better than he's played so far this year. They've got him playing more in coverage than the Saints used to. In New Orleans, he was primarily in the box and did a really good job in his role but they are using him in deeper portions of the field this year. And three interceptions in the last couple of weeks speaks for itself. And he had one in the uh, AFC championship game as well. As for Eli Apple, I know he is not going to get a warm reception on Sunday (laughs) after his uh, social media spat with some saints fans back in January. But he has been a very solid player for Cincinnati for the last uh, year and a half. Hasn't given up a touchdown catch so far this season. Uh, you know, he's not going to go to a Pro Bowl or anything like that, but it's hard to find good second or third corners, and he has been very solid for Cincinnati. I'll give him a lot of credit. That's turned out to be a good pickup for the Bengals.
4: Well, I'm excited about it. And and tell me a little bit about, you know, overall thoughts here on this Saints team, you know, particularly being down uh, at least four to five starters, possibly, you know, uh, you know, you haven't had Jameis. He's questionable there. But, you know, you've got other guys that are going to be out, particularly from your receiver core, as well as Lattimore. And just, you know, overall, what are your thoughts on this Saints team?
3: Well, that injury report I saw earlier today obviously doesn't break my heart as the voice of the Bengals, knowing that Michael Thomas can't play and Jarvis Landry can't play and Marshawn Lattimore can't play. Uh, All of that is good for the Bengals. But nobody respects Andy Dalton more than I do. Uh, His first year as the Bengals quarterback was my first year as the Bengals broadcaster. They went to the playoffs in his first five years. I used to say it was me, uh, but it was actually Andy Dalton and A.J. Green. Uh, That were the keys to that Bengals turnaround. So he was mostly fantastic in his nine years with the Bengals. Unfortunately, he had four bad playoff games that uh, hurt his reputation. But he kept them uh, going to the playoffs year after year after year. And I know the Bengals are going to get his A game on Sunday, assuming he's the starter.
2: He's supposed to be. That's what that's what Dennis uh, said today, that he anticipates that he will, in fact, start. And the, Deuce and I started the show kind of ironically, if you think about it, when he leaves Cincy and he goes to Dallas and Chicago and the Saints. So it's three different NFC divisions yet. This is the third consecutive year he will play Cincinnati, and he's won the first two with Dallas and Chicago.
3: He has. He played very well in that Dallas game. The Chicago game, there's a little bit of an asterisk attached right. to that one because he got injured in the second quarter, and it was mostly Justin Fields in that game. But while he was in there, he played extremely well. So he's basically played six quarters against his former team, and all six quarters have been good.
2: Have you – and I, I call it – it is It is a YouTube hole and tunnel. If you get, if you just Google the who-dats versus the who-days, it, <laughs> it, it, it takes you down a, a hole that you, you can't climb out of, but that's what we have Sunday, two unique – uh, chance victory chance the who dat's and the who days,
3: and there are going to be a lot of Bengals fans in attendance on Sunday, partly because of you know the the fan base that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have in Louisiana. But if you are a, a fan of an NFL team outside of New Orleans, I would say New Orleans and Las Vegas are the two road games that you want to go to because it's a great city to visit, great food, great culture, great music, Bourbon Street, et cetera. I know a lot of Bengals fans were on planes heading to New Orleans earlier today. Uh, I'll be on my way with the team tomorrow, and I always look forward to any opportunity I have to visit your great city.
2: Well, we, as always, uh, appreciate your time. Best of luck uh, for you and Dave coming down here, Dan and Dave. Do you all play the Dan and Dave show? Do you all have some fun with that?
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was a big-time commercial uh, several years ago prior to the Olympics with two uh, decathletes. Uh, who had those names. That's going way back. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Uh,
2: The uh, summer trials were here uh, in New Orleans uh, for that. Uh, I know exactly what he's talking about.
3: Yeah, so uh, that was a fun commercial back in the day.
2: Well, safe trip again. Thanks for your time, and we will look for you in the press box on Sunday.
3: My pleasure. Look forward to seeing you then. Thanks for having me on.
2: You bet. Dan Horde. Thank you. For the Bengals play-by-play as they come to town 2-3, and three, a rather unique 2-3. and three. You, Have you heard, have you know about the Who Days and the Who Dats, Deuce?
4: Uh, I mean, you know the sayings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going down that rabbit hole.
2: It is. It is a rabbit hole, my friend. Got to step aside, take a break. It is Fans of the Pro, Mike Austin, Deuce McAllister, www.amfm.com and the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend
0: doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe.